0: Hey, this is Hayden and Taylor, and this is episode two of the Gab With Us podcast. So sit back, relax, and gab with us. Hey, Taylor.
1: Hey, Hayden. How's it going?
0: Pretty good. Tired after a long work day, but I got me a wild leap, side bay, Double IPA. So, can't complain.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm drinking Wild Leap, too. Um, Mine is an Imperial Uh, It's cranberry raspberry pie. That's what it tastes like. So, I haven't tried it yet, but...
0: Well, you tried it. How was it? Let's hear it.
1: It's pretty good. It's a... a little bit like
0: wine. I drank about half of mine. And I couldn't tell you whether it was good or bad because I wasn't paying attention. But here we go. It's pretty good for a double IPA. It's not that hoppy. <laughs> you That's know, good. it's kind of easy to drink.
1: I said it was a hazy, so hazy IPA. It's okay. a double IPA. Well, I know it's double IPA, but it's described as hazy. Oh,
0: so so if I poured it in a glass, it'd be like opaque. Yeah, maybe. Well, drinking it out of the can for now. <laughs> but um. So I, I have some exciting news for you. You better sit down and strap in.
1: news? Oh, gosh. Yeah.
0: So you remember the Staircase documentary we watched?
1: Yes, I do remember that.
0: HBO is coming out with a new version of it because there's some new details that have come to light. And, and I thought they were new. I'm going to be a little embarrassed because we didn't listen to the last or watch the last two episodes. They may have mentioned it.
1: Wait, wait, wait. We did watch the. We watched the whole thing. Yeah, we watched the whole thing. All right.
0: Well, then, well, I didn't know about this, and I don't think you did either. But it came out in like 2018. There's a Rolling Stone article. There's a new theory called the owl theory.
1: I'm like getting goosebumps. What?
0: (laughs) There is somewhat reputable evidence that she was attacked by an owl.
1: In the house.
0: Yes. She has. puncture wounds possibly came from an owl like it's it punctured into her head I think her scalp got ripped um what they found trace amounts of feather on her in her hair and pine needles in her hand and they think that she was attacked by an owl at the bottom of the stairs a little disoriented or somewhere in the basement and then as she was trying to go upstairs, she was either attacked again or slipped and fell and hit her head. But there's like, so, it's pretty solid evidence.
1: Are you sure? Okay. Here's, Let me pull up this article. I don't... Look, here's something about me that we're all aware of, but anybody listening is not aware of. I don't retain details of things that I watch. I have to watch them multiple times to actually remember them, but... From the limited knowledge that I do remember from watching this documentary, um, was he accused of stabbing her? Is that what happened? He
0: it was like he he beat her to death with a um fire stoker. Okay, remember because they couldn't find it at first, and then they found it miraculously like what eight years later. What if there was
1: a feather pillow involved?
0: But they found pine needles in her. Hand
1: was not she outside at some point?
0: Yeah, but why would she be inside with pine needles in her hand? The owl, like what the nested, you would bring have...
1: pine needles inside.
0: She's not a landscaper,
1: she was outside though.
0: The HBO is doing a whole new thing, uh, I guess, based on this. I loosely read it, like I People do everything. I but... love
1: conspiracy theories, but I'm not.
0: And now you can t- just type in the owl theory and it automatically comes up. On really. Google.
1: Well, I know a lot of people were interested in this. Uh, so
0: it, this article is from June fourteenth, two thousand eighteen. No spoil alerts for anybody watching because we're not. We're just giving new information. We're not going to spoil the documentary, the original one. It's very good. But apparently they brought this evidence to the um, DA, and he said that there wasn't enough there for him to change his mind. But that's. I mean, that's how it works sometimes. Yeah. But. All right, so here's a short version of the owl theory. Kathleen, and this is a theory, so keep in mind, and it's also like the third party is interpreting it, but Kathleen was heading back into the Peterson's house when an owl silently swooped down and struck her head, digging its talons deep into her scalp. She moved inside to escape the bird, leaving a bit of blood outside. She had been drinking, and there were muscle relaxers and anti-anxiety medication in her system. I don't think they ever mentioned that. They mentioned she was drinking wine, but not the muscle relaxers mm-hmm. and anti-anxiety medication. I'm pretty sure that would make you disoriented itself. But Woozy and scared, she headed upstairs, presumably to... Tend to her wounds, slipped, fell backward, blacked out, and bled to death. Um, The compelling evidence in favor of the owl theory. Microscopic owl feathers were found along with some of her hair, some of her own hair, in her hand. Hair that was pulled out from the root of her head. Okay. And then there's second, the wounds themselves look like they were made by claws. Okay, and then there's this other uh, similar case, a a local man. NBC's Dateline covered the Peterson case. And they found a similar case where a man was attacked by an owl and was caught on surveillance camera and he likened it to being hit with a baseball bat. He bled so much that he thought he'd lost an eye. So it's, the point is, and HBO is going to dig deep into it, that it's a new theory and it's pretty fascinating.
1: Well, yeah. I'm excited to see it on HBO.
0: Yeah. And see if it's actually like.
1: Plausible? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because it was pretty cloudy. Like, he spent some time in prison, but I think he got out.
1: Are you going to spoil everything?
0: Well, <laughs> watch the documentary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> on Netflix.
0: But like I don't even know series. if it's on there anymore. But th- I'm sure the there. HBO will, will be better produced, because that documentary was made while it was happening, like in 2003, so. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I heard that today on the Joe Rogan podcast, he was talking about it. It's <laughs> where I get off my, all my information. Yeah.
1: But, uh-huh. <laughs> I know. And I get all of my information from uh, Snapchat, too. So.
0: <laughs> Both reputable sources.
1: Very reliable sources of information. Nobody
0: can lie on either of those. Yeah. But he, that was... I heard it from him, so I looked it up myself. And I just thought it was crazy. And I want to see, like, how deep they dig into it. But it makes you wonder how often that happens with other cases.
1: What? That they make documentaries about them and then no, more no, no. evidence comes out.
0: Well, that they just try and convict somebody and then more evidence comes out. Cuz there's they always say there's two sides to every story and DA's district attorneys definitely make deals and yeah. people it's uh often that people make deals that they're guilty just because they run the risk if they plead not guilty of having a longer sentence. Mm-hmm. So they sign and they say, "Hey, yes, I did this," but in reality they they did not. But all the documentation whatever else is that they admitted to it.
1: Yeah. That
0: well, happens. Yeah, I mean, but I it think happens. that's There's a Also people claim innocence all the time and you hear their version of story and you're like, "Oh my god, they are innocent." But then you see like you read the evidence It's like, "Oh, no, you're definitely not innocent." Like Yeah. That wasn't that tough of a so, I don't know. That's what I want to watch <laughs> so I can form an when, opinion. When
1: is it supposed to come out?
0: Uh, the article I read that said HBO was producing it was from February oh. of this year. So, I'm, I'm guessing soon, but not immediately. Not too soon. So, if Emma has any other documentaries, we'd be glad to hear any suggestions because we've watched every other show there's ever been made.
1: <laughs> yeah, we watch a, a lot of shows and we get through them pretty quickly. I'm not sure how uh, in what spare time we watch them, but we do.
0: But now it's a baseball season. Yeah, we watch them. The impressive thing is we watch them from November until April. March or April. April. As soon as <laughs> baseball starts.
1: Yeah. Well, I think uh, we wanted to talk about, um, since we, we've gone to two, two of our baseball games so far, or Braves games um, that we have tickets for so far, um we we're going to talk about going to games drunk versus sober and uh kind of see what what we prefer.
0: Yeah. I've done uh more of one than the other.
1: <laughs> I wonder which one. But
0: I, uh, I actually enjoy both. But surprisingly, I would say that I enjoy drinking at a braze game more. More? Yeah. Why? Which is not surprising. It's more fun to be in that atmosphere, especially a big game. Or if you're with a big group of people, it's just more fun. And if I'm not, if I'm just stone cold sober and it's a big game and everybody's loud, I don't want to be there that much. <laughs>
1: well, surprisingly, not surprisingly, I'm the opposite. <laughs> I would much rather be at, like, in person at a Major League Baseball game sober than drunk because... When I'm drunk at a baseball game, I feel like my ADD goes into overdrive and so badly I want to pay attention to the game, but my mind says, hell no. (laughs) We have to think about all the other things and look at all the other things except for the baseball game that's happening on the field. So I like being there sober so that I can actually control my mind a little bit and focus more on the baseball game than i'm there to see
0: so you're you're i think your brain just reacts definitely to alcohol because yeah i would enjoy it more too if that's what alcohol did to me alcohol for most people has a numbing effect so you're just kind of there but you're having a good time but i'm not thinking about other stuff
1: well but alcohol makes me talk a little bit more more than i like than i would if i was sober at a baseball game so yeah. then i just start gabbing <laughs> about about anything and everything that i can think of at the moment and so i would rather be sober and just shut the hell up and watch the baseball game
0: yeah that makes sense
1: i mean i'm i'm totally down to have like a beer or two but i'm not it's not my favorite thing and i wouldn't tailgate every oh i'm, I'm game. talking about getting blackout. out well drunk. that's the only way that i'm gonna get get like drunk well to it's hard because to... then you
0: got yeah you just gotta keep it going. because i just
1: don't i just don't drink very fast i
0: and the tough part is too is like you get your choices are uh nine dollar water or a nine dollar <laughs> beer and that's <laughs> an easy I'm... choice every time
1: yeah but i will say i'm makes me sad the beer selection that they have at baseball games because i i would like all the beer selections like possible but because they you know, have a contract with Miller Coors. They really only offer Yingling, Miller Lite, Coors Light.
0: Well, they also have Terrapin.
1: Well, yeah, but Terrapin doesn't always make, like, a bunch of my favorite beers. <laughs> yeah, it's mostly And IPAs they don't even offer, lager. yeah, they offer just loggers. And, and I you don't... put
0: Jeffrey Coors beer in the
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I don't think they make enough of it,
1: though. What was that one called?
0: Um, I think it was a blueberry okay. lager.
1: Yeah, I know it was, but I don't remember what it was called. It had Frenchies a- blues. Yeah, that's what it was.
0: Yep. And they grow the blueberries on his family's farm. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty good. If you ever get a chance to try it, definitely should. So on the drunk or sober note, what about football games? What would you is it the same thing?
1: Same thing. Yeah, definitely same thing. Football
0: environments are so much more fun, so I feel like it doesn't matter either way.
1: But I just want to be present and like pay attention to what's going on.
0: Yeah. Plus, you don't want to forget because a Braves game, you can just watch it again. You watch the same thing happen the next day, basically. The tough part is, is college football, especially. Well, I don't know. I've been to many NFL games, but college football, the whole it's a whole day thing, and it's centered around drinking. I mean, if you're you don't have to be 21. If you're 18 (laughs) and you're in college, at least you're allowed to drink at tailgates. I feel like there's nobody enforcing. Uh, any sort of rules or regulations and the goal if you're at a tailgate is to get drunk i feel like
1: i guess what about the one that we went to at uga though didn't i thought we got wristbands didn't they somebody check our ids
0: no they didn't check our ids they They just just
1: gave us wristbands. they
0: just made sure you're supposed to be there
1: oh (laughs) oh
0: (laughs) Oh. and this is the crazy part about that tailgate is is my friend took me there the first time and he gave us wristbands so that we could get in and come to find out like two years later that that tailgate is also ran, ran by my mom's boss it's a group of lawyers my mom worked for a lawyer mm-hmm. and they set up this tailgate for every home game that was at his tailgate he didn't see me and i didn't see him that's how many people are yeah, there. Like, we know yeah. each other but yeah as soon as you walk in there though the first thing you're like all right beer coolers are over here there's a full bar uh, a buffet of food, yeah. and they're like, "Eat your heart out." And I didn't see a single water or Coca Cola or orange juice. It was all beer, <laughs> all beer,
1: and and, and nobody's there like that's monitoring who's present at the. Yeah,
0: nobody's. There's no ID checking. They are cokes and stuff, but they're located conveniently <laughs> right beside the whiskey that you're supposed to mix them <laughs> with. So, but yeah, the, and the, that's a pretty crazy experience, especially for. UGA or Alabama or Clemson, like the big ones, they, everybody goes hard. And there's a hundred thousand plus people at every single one of them. And half the people aren't even going in the game. They're just there to party. Oh yeah.
1: They're just there. They might stay back and watch the game or go somewhere else to watch it, but they're not going in the games. They're just there to drink and yeah. party before the game.
0: And then, so that starts at eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then the game's at seven at night. And then you go out to the bars afterwards
1: yeah that's that's not my jam
0: (laughs) last time we did it i realized i was too old and i'm only i was 25 or 26 i I was like i'm too old for this shit we we, were
1: 25 at the time (laughs) yeah
0: my brain shut off at about 12 and it was lights out after that so but my body kept moving for another three hours i think that was
1: it probably that's gonna that's a memory that's gonna live rent free in my brain forever it was uh
0: sorry about that hayden
1: uh (laughs) we were out after the game and Hayden was so blackout drunk. He's leaning up against the tree and just face plants into the road in downtown Athens. And I'm like, Hayden, get up. And he's like, what? The tree moved. Sorry. And then he just goes back to leaning on the tree with his eyes closed. And I'm as far like, as
0: I know, it did move. So No.
1: <laughs> you just slid off the tree. And then everybody turned and looked because you were laying in the road.
0: Yeah, because a 250-pound person just face planted right in front of them and yeah. thank god there wasn't a motorcycle or something else i could have knocked over there but yeah
1: that, that i'm surprised we got out of that scenario because my phone was dying but i managed to call the uber managed to get us back to the hotel managed to get us food i like <laughs> i don't know how how that came to be but i'm glad we got out of that situation that
0: was just a case of doing the same thing for too long
1: yeah, well that's when we realized hey we're 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 a little bit old and I uh, gotta take a back seat <laughs> to, yeah. to this We haven't time. been
0: back since, let's put it that way. Yeah, we haven't. And I'm a huge Georgia fan, love going, but I was like, Yeah, I'm taking years off my life here, so <laughs> we don't do that anymore. We probably will go back, but I think yeah. the bars that's the problem because
1: Absolutely one,
0: it it feels weird now because everybody in there most people are under twenty one. Oh yeah. Everybody's under 25 for the most part. And although I don't look like I'm (laughs) old, (laughs) I still feel like I am because you see like one or two like 55-year-old men in there by themselves and you're like, this is kind of sad and and creepy. So you don't want to be that guy. But there I was fist pumping away at (laughs) 2 in the morning.
1: Well, and I just don't want to be those people anymore that are like can't move on with their lives you know because you you always see those people when you go out to like college bars and stuff the people that are just still stuck in the I turn into that
0: guy whenever I go there I turn in I'd say this from the comfort of my home (laughs) that I don't want to do that but if you pick me up and take me over there then I'm gonna become that guy again so I just have to keep myself away from that because I like be in there. The music, man. They have the... I forget the Bon Jovi song that they play. Like, every hour, I uh, think it's a whiskey Bent." Living yeah, living prayer. on a prayer. As soon as that comes on, I'm like, it's go time. And then oh, my one. God. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh. and that's where it goes downhill. So, it's like a switch... It flips a switch in my brain.
1: Well, you know a place that um, um, that still feels okay, like, as older than 25s um, would be Nashville
0: yeah nashville everybody is like so we went in what 2020 like you're right in the height of covid yeah and the police were telling us to put our mask on outside yeah walking around the streets
1: well and yeah and then there, they there carted are... us
0: everywhere we went yes. like you couldn't get in anywhere so
1: where... strict um about the carting um which is a good thing yeah because
0: <laughs> uh, you don't want assholes like me <laughs> that pretend that they're 21 when they're 19 or pretend that they're 19 when they're 25 going in there and ruining your time so they yeah. kind of keep that they police that away for the most part which is a good thing but
1: but the funny thing about nashville though is that it's all people of age and you know not the college town vibes but they're partying like they're yeah it's college point. students
0: <laughs> that one though i didn't leave there feeling like i just lost years off my life though we were there for four days i think three or four no, days
1: about three yeah.
0: and i still felt okay when we left like we did a good bit of drinking and bar hopping but you're also walking around a yeah lot. you're
1: walking a lot um i i mean i think that i tried to i did i didn't want to be hung over on our drive back so
0: yeah I did Uber Eats uh, White Castle to our hotel.
1: Yeah, that was.
0: And ate, uh, I tried to a, tell him not to. I ate a but... monstrous amount. And
1: of... then he felt kind of bad the next day, and I was ready to go do stuff, and he's like, "Uh uh-uh, uh, I can't." Yeah. <laughs> I, was, well, I so I tried to tell him, but
0: I'm a glutton when there's an <laughs> option, and I my inhibitions are down from alcohol. Why well, do you tried to walk guzzled. into
1: White Castle, but they wouldn't? They weren't letting They're people like, in. They're like, "Nope, not this guy.
0: No way. We don't have enough." <laughs> They could just tell, and they were right, because I think I ordered a whole, like, 12 pack of the White Castle burgers, and then a fry, and I probably, I, I imagine I ordered a milkshake. I mean, you don't even gonna, remember I, what you
1: ordered. No, I just remember, I remember
0: the enjoyment I got out of eating at two in the morning while you were asleep. Yeah. And then I Doing the responsible thing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I always end up being the responsible one. Which one time I just want to like let loose. You say and...
0: this and like you say that. I never because like
1: somebody needs to be responsible, but you feel like if if I'm if I'm being irresponsible, that you get to be irresponsible too. No,
0: I'll if you. But you, the thing is, you don't want to plan it because if you were to be like, hey, this time I'm going hard in the paint, I'd be like, okay, we'll go get a sister, and I would hang back and watch. But no, you, you don't want to do it without me. So then what?
1: No. no. I
0: (laughs) especially if we're in a place like Nashville we can figure it out I've I've gotten back well I think
1: that it's I I, because I think that what is deterring me from doing that is that I my body really feels like it has to be the right time and I haven't found the right time yet because I just I I feel it so much more now than when I was 21 so (laughs)
0: that's why I don't one, it doesn't take nearly as much anymore as it used to for me. I'm, <laughs> I've lost some weight. I'm not 270 pounds anymore and an athlete. So I lost some weight and uh, got older, so I can't take as much. And now I just got back from Florida and I was hungover for two days.
1: <laughs> well, and I think something also that's deterring me is I I do... And it's always in the back of my mind to be healthy and just overdoing it with alcohol is definitely not healthy. So, I, I that's always in the back of my mind, so I try to keep a a healthy balance. And uh, I think that stops me almost all the time.
0: It stops me most of the time, but every once in a while you got to funnel 20 beers and order a little Caesar's pizza. Oh. All for yourself.
1: Okay, well, yeah, I see that's done that in a while. I don't do I don't I don't do the the inhalation of alcohol anymore um as in as in shotgunning and funneling that i i have kicked from my system shotgunning
0: is basically just like a cup of coffee this morning to me now <laughs> but the funneling i don't do anymore that's just going too far which is doesn't make any sense because it's the same exact thing as shotgunning that's but what i'm saying i still so, here's I the difference don't... i can fit anywhere from depending on the funnel from anywhere from two and a half to three beers In a funnel, and they're all going down at one time. I can only shotgun one beer at a time, so it's probably a little better for me. But I do it about what do you think? Sometimes I just randomly shotgun a beer, and that's it. I just drink that one beer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how often you would. I would say you funnel beers, but I mean it's uh, maybe every four months.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But here's the sad part: nobody has to be there for me to do this. Nobody has to ask me to do it. No, the kinda, the
1: wind could whisper it to yeah, you. And... it's like what?
0: What was that? <laughs> Shotgun? Okay. Well, here we go. Eight thirty in the morning.
1: No, not really. I don't do
0: that anymore. I don't. Although, think you drink at so these bachelor trips I've been going on too, because all my friends getting married, I do do it then. I mean, this past one. So it was uh the second day we were there, which so would have been Friday morning. I woke up and I. I woke up at 8 o'clock, we were just all hanging out and stuff, and then I ate breakfast and, you know, had some liquid IV, a couple of waters, and then at 11 o'clock rolled around, uh, around 10 or 11, I cracked open my first beer, and, I realized, and then uh, one of my friends, Clayton, looks at me, he's like, you're an animal, and I was like, what do you mean? And then I realized nobody else is drinking. <laughs> it's just me, and it, they're still waking up. And I was like, well, I mean, what are you going to do? I already opened it. And then that one led to the next one. And then I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. So, like, I can't do what I used to do. I got to cut myself off. And I didn't drink another one until probably two in the afternoon. But I wouldn't normally do that. I don't normally drink beer in the morning. Well, yeah,
1: you were on. I don't even
0: normally drink beer or drink at all. I drink, what, on Saturday? But and usually now it's we have like two or three at dinner on Saturday, and then sometimes we come home and have a few. But usually it's just a couple at dinner, and then we we don't do anything. When well, I go on these trips, the old Hayden comes out, and <laughs> boy, I feel it the next day or the two following days because this pa- we, once we get out on the beach too, that's when it really starts to uh, pick up the pace, and then I just I just start shotgunning. And It's like I can't help it. But nobody's come to me with an intervention yet, so I'm just going to keep on keeping on.
1: Do I need to stage an intervention?
0: (laughs) I don't think it would work. I think I'm too deep in the shotgun game, so we'll see. I mean, you can try, but it's probably going to make me want to shotgun a beer. So if somebody mentions shotgunning, then that's a trigger for me, so I'm going to do it. Oh my goodness.
1: That's a little dramatic.
0: Yeah. But I found a good way to get people involved Because I just randomly Will say like Okay I'll shotgun a beer for god's sakes And then they'll be like What? I would never mentioned that But then it makes them want to do it Because it's like okay I guess I'm, it, It's kind of sad that he wants to do it that bad So I'll do it with him
1: That's what. So. Well that's, that's what Zach does to you
0: Yeah well so. no I do it to Zach No It's always me doing it to Zach I don't know well, wow. and then, it, I mean, if you're at the beach and I see some guy 200 yards away shotgunning, then I all of a sudden I, f- I find myself sprinting down the beach to shotgun with him.
1: Okay, well.
0: But, you know, some people call it a drinking problem. Hayden just calls it fun. <laughs> yeah, call it a having fun problem. But we'll see how I'm doing when I'm 40. It's Not looking too good. So anyway, enough about me being a part-time alcoholic. <laughs>
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Let's get back to the uh, scheduled program.
1: (laughs) Well, okay. I found um, some Braves trivia that I thought I could quiz you on. See how good you are at knowledge about the Braves. Okay. Are these like
0: current? Is it just all?
1: It's all kinds, I believe. Okay.
0: I may not be good past the, well, let's just see.
1: All right. Here we go. Which Braves rookie appeared on a 2005 cover of Sports Illustrated dubbed The Natural?
0: Jeff Rancor.
1: Okay. That's correct. Okay. So, and if you do need help, I can give you three options. So I remember um,
0: that. I think my parents may still, no, they get rid of everything.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, here's the next one. Which Brave was named the NL most valuable player in 1991?
0: 1991. Uh, Terry Pendleton.
1: That's correct. Okay. Don't On fr- that
0: Jeff Francoeur note, though, they've done that so many times because they did that with Bryce Harper also when he was in high school. They like the natural. Oh, the natural. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Let's see. Um, which former Braves pitcher has the most saves for a single season?
0: Uh, that had to be Craig Kimbrell.
1: I think so. Yeah. Um, it was okay. like
0: 47, probably.
1: I, I think it was. And I think that was 2014. Yeah.
0: Probably. I think he yeah.
1: did that. Let's see. No! Oh
0: no! Is it Mark Wallers?
1: No, it's my favorite player,
0: John Smoltz. It's what it's the f- yeah,
1: it's John Smoltz. Oh my God, I'm so upset! I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't oh. think
0: the save became a thing until around when John Smoltz. Started I'm being so the closer upset. <laughs> what was it like? Fifty? Didn't say. It didn't say.
1: No, it doesn't say. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, who is the only player to have played for the Braves when they were in Boston, Milwaukee, and Atlanta? Tell me if you need the three options.
0: Is one of them Eddie Matthews? Yes. I'm going to go with Eddie Matthews. Oh, wait, no, no. Boston, Milwaukee, and Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Do you want the other options? Yeah. There's Hank Aaron or Ralph Gar.
0: I don't think it was Hank Aaron.
1: So you want to go with Eddie Matthews?
0: Yeah, because he's the 50s.
1: That's correct. Awesome. Okay. Which former Brave was nicknamed Crime Dog? Fred McGriff that's correct <laughs> nice job okay who has scored the most runs in braves franchise history
0: scored the most so not rbis but they they cross the plate the most times um
1: do you need the options
0: yeah give me the options oh
1: boy see i'm not good with pronouncing names sometimes but okay hank aaron rabbit moranville Marinville. No. i don't even know who that is oh boy okay. but he's probably fast well, what he's about Jim andrew rabbit. jones
0: well, Andrew hit fourth in the lineup, typically, right behind Chipper. Mm. But he only played in Atlanta for 10 years. i got to yeah. go with Hank Aaron.
1: You want to go with Hank Aaron?
0: Wait, in a single season. Yeah, sorry. I thought you meant all time. No, no,
1: no. No. All Most runs in Brace franchise history.
0: Oh, so yeah, I'm going with Hank Aaron. Is it Rabbit?
1: No, that's correct. Okay. You're correct. Okay. Which Brace pitcher won Comeback Player of the Year in 2010?
0: Brace pitcher. Is it Chris Medlin? Is that an option? That's an option. It's- the other
1: ones are Tim Hudson or John Smoltz. Chris Medlin. Okay. Oh, no. It was Tim Hudson.
0: Dang. Yeah, Chris Medlin was, was probably a little after that. Okay. What? He had like three Tom and John surgeries. Right? Really? Yeah.
1: Wow, that's a lot. I wonder who's had the most that like I continued think, to play.
0: I think three or four. Johnny Venter's. he was a reliever back in the day when they were like Ovenbril because it was Johnny Venter's, Eric O'Flaherty, and Craig Kimbrell were like their three bullpen guys. So mm-hmm. they called them Ovenbril. And he was a beast, but then he, yeah, he had several Tom and Jones. Wow. never was the same.
1: Okay, here's the next question. What Braves Hall of Famer was selected with the first overall pick in the 1990 draft?
0: What Braves Hall of Famer or Chipper Jones?
1: Okay, the other two options were John Smoltz or Tom Glavin.
0: Yeah, it was Chipper Jones.
1: Yes. Okay, what player represented the Braves at the 2017 All-Star Game?
0: There's only one player. Oh man. What's the options? Is Freddie Freeman one? Mm-hmm. So
1: I think I have a feeling I know which one. Maybe. Um, okay, you want the options? Yeah. Uh Ender and C. Arte, Brandon Phillips or Matt Kemp?
0: Ender won a couple gold gloves back then. Matt Kemp. And then who and who's the other one?
1: Brandon Phillips.
0: Brandon Phillips was uh, he was a second baseman, but he was like past his prime. I'm gonna, th- I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Matt Kemp.
1: Really? No, I would have gotten it right. Okay, it was Ender and cRT I just had a feeling because he was pretty good. Like that was, that yeah. was a good prime era. Yeah, for people
0: him. hated him uh, and up until he got like released last year. He was really good. I
1: like, I like Ender. He's and CRT. one of the best
0: center fielders there is. And yeah, he wasn't hitting great, but like, I don't know, I just. I, I like Ender, I don't but know now how much I they're mean, I'm not paying him. I don't know how it feels worth it to keep him, but still. I like
1: Ender, but uh, you know, I, my heart's with Duval, so yeah. Well. <laughs> um, okay, uh, do you want to keep going or are you good? Yeah, keep going. All right, let's see. Which Braves Hall of Famer is the only pitcher in Major League history to record at least 200 wins and 150 saves?
0: John Smoltz. Yes, of course. <laughs>
1: okay who hit the winning home run in game six of the 1995 world series
0: the winning home run david justice correct you know it was sad up until the, this year when they won the world series they start to realize when you whenever you'd go to a Braves game they were still showing the 95 highlights because we had nothing to show for it. yeah since. i
1: know but I know. now we got
0: our whole new section of which you're already seeing like it's cool to go to the games and see the highlights of last year
1: yeah. Okay, here's the next one. Which former Braves manager won National League Manager of the Year three times?
0: Bobby Cox. It has
1: to be, yeah. Yes, of course. Okay, how many times did Hank Aaron make the All-Star team?
0: Is, there, is this multiple choice?
1: Yeah. 12, 21, or 24?
0: Oh, it's definitely not 24. Probably not <laughs> 21. I'd say 12.
1: Well, they gave two answers in the 20s.
0: 21, maybe. Uh, 12. 21 in it.
1: It was 24. What? Yeah. Dummy.
0: <laughs> that means he made it like every year. Like, you like, think about it, Chipper only made it 10 times.
1: Yeah, the answer is 24. Jesus. Okay, who was the MVP of the 1957 World Series?
0: Eddie Matthews?
1: That's not an option. So uh, what are the options? Hank Aaron, Lou Burdett, and Warren Spahn. Warren Spahn. No.
0: Jesus. Is it Burdette? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> what 19-year-old brave hit two Andrew home Jones. runs? <laughs> well, then just freaking go on. Family Feud.
0: <laughs> I've gotten a lot wrong, but some of them are just obvious to me.
1: Okay. What, the question was, what 19-year-old brave hit two home runs in game one of the 1996 World Series? And yes, Andrew Jones was correct.
0: I'm that annoying kid in class. <laughs> I can't wait to answer Only when him. it
1: comes to baseball knowledge. He,
0: he's like, are you gonna check the homework, Miss Smith?
1: <laughs> okay, what former Brave was nicknamed Mad Dog?
0: You're, Mad Dog. Oh yeah, you said Crime Dog already. Right? Mm-hmm. Mad Dog. What's the uh...
1: uh Javi Lopez?
0: Greg... Oh, Greg Maddox. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <sorry. laughs> I think I knew that one. Uh which Hall of Fame Braves pitcher was nicknamed Nuxie?
0: Uh Phil Negro.
1: Yes. Who has the most hits in Braves franchise history.
0: Hank Aaron. He's got like the third most hits all time.
1: Yeah. Um, which Brave led the National League in home runs in 2005? Oh, Andrew Jones. I, I don't even have to give you the multiple choice <laughs> options.
0: <laughs> he had 51.
1: Which former Braves outfielder is the only man to play in both a World Series and a Super Bowl?
0: Neon Deon. I, yeah, I knew Deon that one. Sanders. He's the head coach at Jackson State now. Oh yeah.
1: What Braves Hall of Famer named his son Shay after Shay Stadium? Chipper
0: Jones. Yes. That was his favorite stadium to play in because he he was like he owned the Mets. Where
1: oh, uh, which former Braves manager is the all-time MLB leader in ejections? Bobby Cox. <laughs> what former Brave was nicknamed Frenchy? Oh, cheating to Frank We already talked about that. That's yeah. cheating.
0: Shout out uh, to jeff rancore because we've mentioned him twice yeah
1: (laughs) well hey look we love uh frank Hoare yeah here he's uh he's
0: good on the broadcast
1: yeah he's a great broadcaster all right let's do we'll do one more who has won the most cy young awards as a member of the braves I know this one. It's got to be Greg
0: Maddux. Of course. Didn't he win like four in a row? I
1: think he did. Yep. All right. Yep, you were right.
0: What was I like? I missed like five. Yeah. The ones I didn't miss, though, I was like... Yeah, you knew. right off the bat. The yeah. ones I had to think about, I didn't know at all. Uh, yeah. The I th- I for I the,
1: okay, for the amount of questions that I asked, I think you did a pretty good job. You you passed. Yeah. So...
0: Yeah, there's some that I didn't... Well, there's a couple that I had to think about, and I got lucky, but <laughs> some of them are things I've always known.
1: Yeah, some of them were challenging, but some of them were pretty easy questions. So. I'd like
0: to do overall baseball trivia next time. Okay, we'll do that next time. See what I know about other things. Well, I guess I'm done nerding out about Braves trivia, but it's the one thing I know a lot about. I don't know a lot about a lot, but I know a lot about a little. Baseball. Yep. Baseball. <laughs> Specifically the Braves. Hey,
1: you're pretty good at it. So.
0: Well, you got to be good at something. I'm not good at anything that'll get me paid. <laughs>
1: Maybe one day you could be paid for Braves slash baseball trivia. Yeah, if they're
0: paying for that, then I you might never do know. okay.
1: You never know. Maybe one day.
0: So thanks for listening. And find us on Twitter at GabWithUsPod. And then give us a like and review on Spotify or Apple or whatever you're listening to.
1: Thanks for listening.